Yeah, I know you are a believer that little green men were floating around above us. And, you know, Barack is talking about this situation wrong. And Jaden says, excuse me, Mr. President. And I was like, hey, Barack, man, hey, listen, Jaden, Jaden. And Barack said, don't tell me. And in perfect form, like, this is why he's the president. He stopped and looked at Jaden and said, the aliens, right? And I was like, oh, shoot. And he said, okay, I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of extraterrestrials, but I can tell you if there had been a top secret meeting and if there would have had to have been a discussion about it, it would have taken place in this room. You're listening to Canary Cry Radio. Now here are your hosts, Basil and Bonds. Hey everybody, thanks for listening again to Canary Cry Radio. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're tuning in from YouTube or iTunes or Re- uh, Revelations Radio Network or your RSS feed or whatnot, uh, my name is Basil. And I'm Gons, and uh, this is our 10th episode. So Woo! we were going to uh, try something a little different. We're going to list off 10 compelling interesting UFO videos, uh, UFO and alien related uh, footage that we kind of scoured right. YouTube and came up with a list of 10 and certainly there's a lot more oh. than 10 and it's pretty difficult to try to dwindle it down and make a list of 10, but we yeah. we kind of refined the list that we had before. and There's some ones that I think need to be talked about. We need to have a little talk about some. We need to have this conversation now because (laughs) obviously, you know, this is really important stuff. Uh, But before we jump in, uh, just wanted to remind you that the uh, we have a guest for our next episode. Yeah, it's none other than the great L.A. Marzulli, which I know some of you guys are uh, familiar with, and um, we're really excited to have L.A. on. So uh, stay tuned for that, and make sure you catch that episode and in the future here. Next week. Next week. Episode uh, 11. But, uh, but yeah, let's. do you want to jump in, Basil? you want to go through these yeah, videos? Yeah, sure. I mean, okay, so a lot of these um, videos, these aren't secret videos that me and Gons broke into secret government databases and found that nobody has ever seen before. They're simply off of YouTube. They're videos that maybe you've seen before if you've um, gone looking for UFO videos on YouTube. But um, nonetheless, a lot of them are very compelling, and um, there's a lot of controversy around a lot of them, or most of them actually, because uh, you know there's always the naysayers, and it's always it's kind of funny to hear the official story on some of these. But I guess we'll just jump right in. You know, we tried to put these in some sort of order, um, some sort of top ten order, but it's kind of hard. So. I'm just going to go ahead and say that these are in no particular order, um, but I guess we can just get started. Oh, and by the way, uh, if you're listening to us on your iPod or whatever, um, go ahead and listen and enjoy, but if you're interested in watching the videos, we'll post them all in the show notes so you can watch them all uh, while you're listening or whatnot, and so you can kind of get that visual along with the show. Yeah, and and we were talking about how with, you know, as we were tossing around an idea for this show, we were like, oh, let's do a top 10 list of UFO videos. And we were like, yeah. 
And then we realize that we're going to have to actually like describe what's happening in these videos. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, our, our limited linguistic skills uh, won't be, you know, as compelling as actually watching the videos themselves. So we'll have all of these in the show notes and uh, hopefully you guys can check them out and uh, hopefully we'll have them embedded. So you can just click on click play on those on the UFO or sorry, the YouTube uh, clips that we'll have on the show notes and uh, check them out. But anyway, right. first footage, uh, the Jerusalem UFO. Yeah, this one's really interesting. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this one, but um, it's, uh, let's see, I'm going to play it here so I can watch it. Um, but yeah, basically it's just some footage of uh, looking out over Jerusalem. Um, the Dome of the Rock is kind of there in the middle of this, you know, mass of lights that is Jerusalem. It's, a, it's at nighttime. And way up in the sky you see this, uh, this light, this ball of light just chilling there but then suddenly it starts dropping at a rate which would be pretty fast considering the the scope of the shot there right and it drops down i don't know probably a mile out of the sky yeah and just starts hovering right over the dome of the rock and just chills there it's just sitting there for oh i don't know it feels like forever but it's probably about 20 seconds or something and then so and the video we post here it has three different angles three different people were shooting this at the same time there's actually four i guess official videos that caught this event uh but this the, the particular video we're linking to has three right. um but yeah once once it hangs there for a while it has a flash and then it shoots up into the sky real yeah fast. it's so strange it's sitting there and then it it flashes but the flash isn't necessarily coming from the craft right the flash is or the ufo the flash is happening what seems like on the ground right or the area you know it seems like there's some sort of interaction between the ufo and the ground or the ground and the ufo and it's really really strange um and then immediately immediately after this uh this happens it just shoots up into the sky at an incredible rate and it's it's really quite fascinating yeah uh, and then once it's in the sky there's uh some pulsating lights kind of in a formation if you will um and, and it's it's very strange it's very compelling to just look at and uh a lot of people have suggested that this is a fake that um you know it's cgi it's a grand hoax you know four videos capturing the same event um right. but you know, it's it's at least worth talking about. And a lot of these videos, you know, we can't say for sure that this is absolute evidence. And you know, Basil was. Well, I mean, come on, people. This is 2012. Any kid with After Effects can go in and you right. know at least try to fake a UFO video. Right. So we understand that things can be faked, and um, uh, and not to say that that's not important to think that things can be faked, but. You know, it's also important to have a little bit of faith in some sort of truth um, that something does exist on film somewhere in the world. <laughs> there right. is there is such thing as genuine uh, footage nowadays. Just keep that in mind. And and the thing that we have to remember is that just one of this of these footages being real means that there's something going on. So right. even if three hundred million of them are all fake. 
and one is real, then we have、yeah. to consider the reality of the implications of, of having craft or spaceships or whatever these things are existing. Right. right. And,、uh, so let's get back to the video here. Now, I think one really compelling thing about this is that it's happening over the dome of the rock, right? You say. Right. And th- this has a lot of implications. Um, regarding you know, the connections between、um, you know, the end times and aliens, and aliens perhaps being demons or something like this, and、uh, the Antichrist being involved with this sort of thing. And to have this over the Dome of the Rock is actually a particularly interesting、um, piece of information that,、uh, that makes this s- certain video more interesting to me. Now, This was, I believe, this was from last year. This was really yeah, it was、early. January 2011. Yeah, January 2011. So,、um, I mean, it's just, and the flashes that could be happening on the ground, I mean, there's so many possibilities as to what that could be.、Um, and then it leaving right after the flashes. So, th- that tells me that whatever it was there for happened in those flashes. Right. And once the mission was accomplished, it takes off or whatever. You know, this is just me assuming it is, you know, a craft doing something. It could really be anything. Maybe it's an angel or something. But, right. Uh, and, but it, it, whatever it is, after the flashes seem to be what needed to happen, and then it takes off. Right. And、um, one of the things that's interesting about the video is that, again, it's over the Dome of the Rock. And, you know,、um, That the Muslims are waiting for the Imam Mahdi. They're waiting、right. for their version of the Savior.、Right. And if you know anything about uh, some um, what's the, speculations about the Antichrist from a Christian perspective, it seems to line up interestingly with someone like the Mahdi coming. And being that Antichrist, but f- you know, to the rest of the world, having this person be the savior. And also, when you look at Benjamin Krem and Maitreya and the world savior, the world teacher,、uh, and, and the, some of the quotes made by Benjamin Krem about, well, you know, the UFO crafts are controlled by Maitreya, and when he appears, he will appear with his, you know, his fleet of UFOs or whatever. Right. So, it all kind of ties together. And of course, you know, the controversy of having it be where it is in Jerusalem just,、uh, you know, I think it just brings so much speculation amongst the people that are into this kind of thing,、yeah. whether it's real or not. And, and at the same time, if, if it is a hoax, it's a great place to create the hoax because it does create those conversations. Yeah.、So. Well, here is another interesting thing that I thought about、um, along the hoax line. And I'm thinking maybe the videos. May not be a hoax, but think about this for a second.、Um, think about this、uh, occurrence in the context of Project Bluebeam. Right. Now, perhaps one possibility could be that this was a, a, an operation carried out by Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam being、um, <laughs> a sort of device or weapon or whatever it is to.、Uh, Make peoples of a region think that God has come, or something like that, sort of like a mass,、um, not halluc- 
hallucination, but just, you know, it would just be a deception. Oddity. Yeah. A mass oddity to think that. Right. And they, they, they've done it um, decades in the past. They were experimenting with this, but now think if the U S government or, or some other government wanted to make the people of Jerusalem and of the, of Israel think that, you know, a savior has come or, um, any sort of thing like that, some sort of occurrence happened over the Dome of the Rock could really be a number of things. Um, and it would just be the perfect sort of thing that a government would want to set off some sort of disturbance within a population. Yeah. And well, so that, that did occur to me, that that could be something, you know, I don't know if our government has the technology to make something like this happen in real life where people could see it. But it is another way to look at the situation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely check it out if you've never seen this video. If you're listening to this podcast, you've most likely come across probably all, all this footage. It's uh, one of my favorite pieces of footage. Um, and one interesting thing is it has all the different angles. But one angle is from like some tourists who are speaking English. Another angle is like you can tell they're Israelis. Right. And so it's like they... You know, it comes from a few different things, or they made it, did a good job of making it look like it came from a couple different places. Right. And, and allegedly it happened in the middle of the night, one or two o'clock in the morning, so there's not going to be a whole lot of people around to see it. Um, you know, I think the, the question's still up in the air, whether it's, it's real or not, but it's fun to speculate, and it's compelling footage. It's one of many. And whether or not it is real, there are a lot of implications that come out of this sort of footage being um, publicized. Yeah. So let's let's move on. Let's let's uh, let's continue Moving on because I think uh, the the key points, the common thread to a lot, all of these, all of this footage will become apparent as we go through them. But uh, um, we don't want to spill all our beans on the first one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number nine uh, is. And I wish we had like a little sound thing that does the countdown. But number nine. There you go. Uh, you're the sound guy then. <laughs> um, the second one is a very popular, uh, piece of footage from Mexico. It's a UFO fleet. And, uh, this one, I guess, uh, was attempted to be debunked on a show called factor faked on the sci-fi channel. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's interesting. It's, it's basically kind of a jittery piece of film from 2004 in Mexico or sorry, not Mexico. It's Guadalajara or no, it is Mexico. Guadalajara, Guadalajara Mexico. Mexico. Okay. And uh, basically, this person's filming the sky. You see the clouds, and um, you see what appears to be several hundred balls of light, all moving in the same direction together. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry, but that was a technical difficulty. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. So they, it appears to be moving in the same direction, um, sort of in uniform, although it's kind of scattered about. And it's hard to tell because it's it's pretty shaky footage. Yeah, it's very it's, shaky footage. Where uh, what I find interesting is there's a, a part at the end where it zooms into one piece of or one one ball of light or what it's alleged to be a ball of light, and it's kind of hard to tell what it is. Um, the different theories on this one has been oh, it's uh, it's a flock of birds, although it doesn't really. I don't think it's birds. Uh, yeah, I've heard it's balloons and the the. The one thing that Factor Faked did, which I thought was interesting, was they actually went to a pool. I believe it was a pool, and they 
you know, they filmed it from the a ten meter platform, a diving platform, ten meters off the ground, and uh, you know, just straight the camera angled straight down to the water, and they had um, uh, like uh, smoke go across the top of the the water, and that was supposed to be the clouds, and then they had these like little eggs or something like float across. Uh-huh. And it it just didn't work. It didn't look right. Oh, they thought maybe somebody was faking it by shooting a pool. Or yeah, something? yeah, that was their theory. And after that failed, they uh, they released like hundreds of balloons into the air, and that was closer. But you can definitely tell they're that bugs. when they're balloons, they kind of they they they're jittery. You know, they well, kind yeah, of move I around. Don't, and, I don't buy that at all. Uh, balloons would not stay in formation. I mean, you look at these things, and they stay. At the same distance away from each other. Yeah, they don't run you know, into each other. They're not either. flying around. They're not moving, which is why the birds don't make any sense to me either. I mean, obviously they're not birds. They're, yeah. Birds aren't circular. Circular, but I mean, it's just really hard. And you hear this is one thing that bothers me about people who try, who are, um, I don't want to say debunking, but people who are naysayers about these types of things. Ardent skeptics. Yeah, because they just. They're so, it's just so easy to just say, oh, it's balloons. And then they just say it like it's fact. But you look at it and there's, to me, in my eyes, there's no way that this is thousands of balloons released. First of all, if there was thousands of balloons released, you you would have seen them going into the air. Like it would have been a big deal. You don't just like, nobody just misses thousands of balloons rising into the air and just happens to like post it on YouTube and there's not thousands of people saying like, Oh no, those are just balloons. Cause it was, you know, a quinceanera or something. But, <laughs> but uh, anyways, getting back to the video, you look at it and it's really interesting. Um, he does zoom into one of the things right. and it does sort of seem to have a craft like uh, quality to it, you know? Yeah. Kind of a, a semi disc shape sort of a discus shape and you know there's shadows coming across it that make it look like there's some you know it's not just a, a sphere it's like got some sort of um there's some texture there texture to the craft or the ufo i said yeah i remember factor factor faked looked at it and said oh it's a, that was a cluster of balloons like these other ones are individual balloons and he zoomed into a cluster of balloons right. and uh maybe you know i i don't know but it's, yeah. it's balloons just don't act this way. They don't. Well, I, that's the thing is is you look at the footage and the the clouds are moving. Yeah. So you know it's moving. in the sky. Well, there's clouds moving because there's wind. Right. And what you see, you look at these things and there's no. They're not moving around. They're just stationary. Yeah. So. And it's I really. Would, it looks I'm, like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just gonna say I, I'm prone to believe that these are not balloons. They're not birds they're you know something that is able to hang around when there's high wind yeah the other thing is that it's so high up in the air if you released balloons why like how, why would they sit you know some i don't know how far up it is but like 300 feet or probably a lot more than that actually let's say you know uh a thousand feet in the air and the other ones are 500 feet in the air like right. they, they wouldn't spread out like that and stay stationary as they move across the sky. Right. You know, they would be, you know, some would probably be moving up higher. They would be, again, I just think there's way too many unknowns to say conclusively that it's not UFOs. 
Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, what could it be then? What else could it be than perhaps a fleet of ships, you know? So, yeah. Very interesting. Check it out. Yeah, definitely check yeah, that one out. That, that one for me, that was one of the, the footages that I remember seeing for the first time thinking, whoa, that is really weird. Yeah. So that's definitely something everyone should check out if you haven't seen it already. Right. This next one is a piece of footage from Turkey. Um, it is of a saucer. And it's interesting. This, this is a, a unique um, piece of footage for me because... It's shot both at night and in the morning. As the sun like, comes up. As the sun is coming up. Um, and there are times when, you know, the thing is a, a light in the sky, like a classic light in the sky. But you see also that there are times when the craft or the UFO has no lights on it. Right, and, the, and but, the, it's the moon reflecting its light off of it that makes it visible. But you can see the craft, and the moon is reflecting off the top of it. And so it's this is no longer a mysterious light in the sky case. This is an actual something hovering in the sky, um, uh, being a lot more conspicuous than, uh, or inconspicuous, then you know, then it's normal light in the sky, brethren. And it's interesting because the the guy who's shooting actually he zooms in pretty far. He he's goes pretty, pretty far nice, in, yeah. He's got a pretty nice camera. I know there's an ex, uh, there's an explanation of the camera there on the types of zooms that he has, and he tries to not do the optical zoom, right, or the digital zoom or whatever. He tries to use just the 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 real zoom. For the most of the part, and it's it's really interesting. Take a look at what do you think, Guns? Well, it's um I know I I believe Roger Lear, who uh, Doctor Roger Lear, who's sick right now actually, so uh, you know hopefully he gets better. He's the one that um, pulled out uh, implants from people's bodies, and he was completely a skeptic against any kind of possibility of there being UFOs or aliens or anything like that until he had uh, a a very uh, thorough investigation of human body implants so he was actually at this I, I believe he saw this in person um, and he was at this filming so uh, what I find compelling is that in that zoom when it zooms in really close to the craft the craft is in a state of not having its lights on I guess you can say it's not a ball of light it's it's clearly the reflection of the moonlight off of it and the the people who filmed it claim to have seen the occupants of this craft, which is hmm. very interesting because you, it's kind of hard to tell on the video. And, and obviously, you know, if you're there, you're going to have a much better sense of what was going on. But um, nevertheless, I mean, to be able to claim that you saw humanoids or, you know, occupants of a craft is uh, very unique and to well, actually have it on video because a lot of it is just you know people's testimonies and things like that yeah but it's different well, it's, when you have it it's really interesting i'm not i'm not sure exactly about the testimony of uh, where how they saw the occupants but when he zooms in it's really interesting because you can see in the center of the craft there's a sort of cockpit looking um area yeah, like a pit, or a little dip like a because you see the moonlight it's shining off the top of the craft and um, 
you know, it's glistening off of the smooth metal surface um, on both sides of the disc. But right in the middle of the disc, there's um, this darker part right. that the moon is not necessarily glistening off of. So it sort of gives the uh, effect of maybe, the, you know, that's where whoever is controlling the thing is, is sitting in. Or I, I mean, I can't really get a good idea for the size of this thing, whether it's a, a one, you know, <laughs> humanoid piloted craft or if it's big enough for a few to be in there. But it's um it's really really compelling, uh, nonetheless. And I believe this footage, the the link that we'll uh, have in the in the in the post in the show notes, is part one of I guess two or three different sections. And these guys captured this on more than one occasion. They captured it between oh, yeah. the months mm. of um, it was between oh seven and oh eight. Uh, it was it was May, June, and July of 2008 where they caught this over and over and over again. Um, right. so again, you know, it's, it's not just one time, it's multiple times. Uh, I well, thought, let's, let's talk about when it gets to the morning too. Yeah. Yeah. Once it, once the uh, sun starts coming out, you can see, you can still see it. And I believe, I believe this is the actual footage in, in June. Um, but it becomes, you can see the lights, uh, of the craft, and I don't think this specific video has that actually. I'm gonna have to find that one. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. So once once the sun comes up, you can, you can see, see it's barely dusk. I mean, you can tell these guys were out here for hours trying to take a look at this thing, which I think is another part of this video that makes it that much more authentic. You know, these guys didn't just see a UFO and it disappeared and it's gone. This was hours yeah, and hours, hours, yeah. hours of them of them sitting out there right. watching this thing. Right, and so you can when you look at the craft without the lights, and it, in that zoom in thing that we were talking about a, a second ago, you can see kind of where the lights might be, and when the sun starts coming up, that's when you see those lights come on. Like you see the craft from afar with I think it's like three or four different lights, and uh, it's just very interesting. And uh, um, so one of the one of the skeptics. Uh, skeptical claims that I heard about this footage was that, oh, it's just the mast of a, of a cruise ship, which is, which is it's really funny silly. because it's if you silly. look at pictures of cruise ships, it's like, when does the, the, only the top of the cruise ship light up yeah, and the rest yeah, of it stays no, dark? It's just silly. It's, and that's just this thing with these, these critics, you know, I'm, I'm fine with being critics. We should all be very critical of these videos that we watch you know, being uh, critical of the things that you're taking in and the things that you're believing is uh, probably the number one skill that somebody needs to, to be able to to do if they're going to be looking at UFO footage, if they're looking at the occult, if they're looking at, you know, things like that. You need to be able to be critical in your own mind. But to just, <laughs> it's just silly to just say things like, oh, that's the, that's the mass of a cruise ship. Right. I yeah. don't know what you guys are freaking out. It's a massive cruise ship. <laughs> it's just nonsense, and it's just, you know, you know. Anyways. Yeah, and plus, it's it's if it's a cruise ship, it is a ginormous cruise ship because that thing is pretty high off the water. I mean, and and how far it is away, it would have to be like the super duper Titanic. You know, it would just have to be just ridiculously big. The super duper Titanic. And and I think they would know 
if I, the people filming it would be like, oh, you know what? We wasted our time. It's a cruise ship. I think they yeah, would figure I, that it's out. Just, it's not even worth the conversation yeah. to talk about the cruise ship. But, all right, I guess we should move on. All right, let's move on. Number Make seven. Sure to check that one out, everybody. That was number eight, and now we're on number seven. All right, number seven, we have some NASA footage. Um, you know, NASA just has tons and tons and tons of footage um, hinting towards extraterrestrials or UFOs or whatever they might be. Um, so, I mean, you could just spend hours sifting through all the footage that you can get from them. But we picked out one that we liked especially. Um, uh, so it'll be there in the show notes there. And it's around second 45, I think it is. That's 45 seconds in. 45 <laughs> seconds in. <laughs> and uh, it's... Um, I think it's a satellite or something, or uh, yeah, this is this is or? yeah, this is taken from a space shuttle in 1996, or actually, it was the it was deployed in 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you watch the video footage, around 45 seconds, what you're going to see on the left side of the screen is this craft come into view and make a 90 degree or almost 90 degree, probably 80 degree turn in mid space. And, uh, you know, spray, space debris and comets and whatever, they don't do that. They don't make 80-degree turns. Well, that's the interesting thing is that you have a few different um, pieces of light uh, f- flying around in this piece of footage. You have a few things happening. Um, and then you have one that looks like all the others, but then it suddenly takes this turn with a, no apparent cause. So first of all, it makes you, is this the same as the rest of the objects flying around? Are these all sort of the same thing cruising around and this one just happened to give itself away by, by making that change in direction? Right. Um, or are these other things flying around, actual pieces of debris, and then just happen to be one that looks exactly the same that as a UFO? Or is it a piece of debris that somehow changed direction? You know, I don't know that much about space, but what I think I know about space is that things don't change direction for no reason. Right. Um, so that, that's what that's what makes this piece of footage um, especially compelling. Um, what do you think, there, guys? Well, okay. There's a couple things. You know, I, as someone that swam a lot, I was a competitive swimmer. I got to be in the water all the time, and underwater. When I watch the footage of outer space, it reminds me of underwater. I don't know why. It just does. Just the way things move. Uh, you know, gravity just works a little differently, or you know, not at all. Uh, and so when you watch the footage and you see something make a turn that, that, that is that dramatic, it's got to have some kind of different propulsion or something because in water to make a, a stop turn like that is almost nearly impossible. Well, uh, yeah, that was another interesting thing about it is that there's no loss of momentum or anything yeah. like that. You know, if, if it was uh, an object that maybe – uh, bounced off of something else or maybe it it collided with another object and sent it uh, into this other direction there would be some sort of um, change in momentum or some sort of uh, just some sort of evidence of, of that it came in contact with another object yeah and that's just simply isn't here in this footage which makes it especially interesting okay guys you know exactly what 
planet or is that the moon or what is that on the right side there? I think it's just Earth, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so it's Earth. So uh, there's Earth on the right side of the screen and you can tell it's there's just whizzing by. Um, they're, they're just kind of hanging out in orbit, it looks like. And so this thing is relatively close to Earth. Um, and so I just don't see... Uh, and, and that's another thing with NASA is that NASA, quote unquote, uh, tracks every piece of space debris. Yeah. And so, it was funny is a lot of times when you watch the footage, they have the audio with it of uh, the people that are monitoring these videos, and you sometimes hear them talk like, "Oh, that there was," you know, they kind of have this language of like, yeah. they can't say, "Well, that was a spaceship," you know, but they'll say things like, "Well, that was strange," or completely ignore it. Uh, right. There's one footage that's, that we won't include in the actual show notes, but if you do enough digging, you'll find it. Um, it's literally, uh, it's so obvious. It's like this disc-shaped thing, and they're sitting there <laughs> talking about, oh, it's kind of metallic. Never seen anything like it before. And <laughs> it's, Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting to hear these guys talk about it. And in the case, even in the case of the moon missions, yeah. um, in the moon missions, the, the astronauts would see something strange, or they would be followed by some sort of craft. And... <laughs> They, they talk about it later, but you hear the, the audio from um, their transmissions and they sort of talk in these funny little codes, asking questions that are sort of superfluous, um, asking like where the boosters are. When, right. when they know that the boosters are 6,000 miles away, but they're just saying that to alert um, Houston that Mission there's control. something oddly close to us and it's making me a little bit nervous. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of NASA footage. Check it out. 45 seconds um, into this video that we'll be posting on the show notes. All right. So number six, we're going to fly through these or not. I don't know. We'll try. We're going to UFO through these. Uh, Number six is actually a CNN footage of, uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of a collection of UFO footage. But the reason why we linked this one in particular is because it has footage of an alleged craft crashing. And uh, what it does is it's kind of a disc-shaped object that's glowing. It comes down, it skips off the ground as if you're skipping you know, a piece of rock off water. Uh, and then it com- comes down to the ground again and it explodes. Right, it's it's super interesting. One of the one of my favorite pieces of footage. I know I might have said that before, but just so you know what's happening in this compilation here, um, due to the Freedom Freedom of Information Act um, from a few years ago, uh, people have been requesting um, information about UFOs from the government um, in a in the attempt to legally obtain, uh, you know, evidence for UFOs. Right. And what, what you'll hear with the, the people talking and Larry King and Nick Pope and everybody is uh, what the, go- the government just got tired of doing all the paperwork. So basically, basically they've, I don't know if it's technically declassified, but they've sort of released big bunches of, um, of videos and things that have been collected by the government just because it's, it's their biggest request um, under the Freedom of Information Act. Right. And you know, there's there's questions about um, could they be fake? Could the government be releasing them in order to sort of ease the public into some sort of um, disclosure, uh, disclosure or something like that? But anyways, 
despite all of the politics that may surround these this footage. Anyways, uh, uh, what is it? It's uh, around second 20, 20 seconds in-ish. There's it's it's sort of the pinkish clip that they show, and it's just it's just the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's a disc-shaped <laughs> craft or UFO flying along. Suddenly, it smashes into the ground and sort of skips up, kind of like I don't like Gon said a, a stone or like a quarter or something. We skip it across a fountain or something. And it goes up, and it's airborne for a few more seconds, kind of flying. You can see it flies past a uh, some sort of tower or military tower or something, and then it just comes smashing back down to earth and just explodes into so many pieces. And you know, it, there's also the things about it. It could be some sort of uh, experimental military craft or things like this but it's definitely something you're going to want to check out right and you know the I, I think what's interesting about it is that it shows how you know a lot of the speculations about the government trying to replicate or duplicate these crafts allegedly from extraterrestrials uh, which you know I believe it's not necessarily extraterrestrials from other planets but in any case, the technology that they've been uh, imparted, they're trying to make it their own. Right. And I believe to some degree, we do have crafts that are much more advanced than we can ever imagine. And uh, I believe personally that these crafts are out there, and this could be footage of a test of, of the craft, seeing how it works and whatnot. And, right. And the, the crit critique on that particular footage that I've heard is that Oh, it was just a, a missile test. <laughs> a missile that accidentally didn't explode the first time it hit the ground. Right, and then even when it did explode, it didn't really explode. It just well, kind of shattered. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was something that I wanted to bring up was when it explodes, I say explode, but it does not explode into flames or some sort of explosion like that. What happens to it basically is it disintegrates into... Uh, just a thousand tiny pieces that sort of go flying, but there's no actual flames or explosion. Now, this is, uh, at least in my mind, this is really um, goes along with a lot of the other accounts of these UFOs being made of, you know, materials that we don't necessarily use, and they don't use fuel. They, you know, they use some sort of energy um, modification, sort of from type. the from the aether. Right, they kind of take their energy from the aether, and there's no um, jets or anything like that. So that's what makes this, to me, especially interesting, is that it does not explode. And then uh, another thing is when it hits the ground, um, when it's skipping off of the ground, it doesn't just skip. It, you know, it doesn't just skip and then sort of just peter out. You can tell it skips, it kind of wobbles, regains its ability to um, propel itself and then continues off into the air before finally coming back down again. Now that was a part that I watched over and over um, because I just thought it was so interesting. It's not it's not flying through the air again. It's not like this was launched by something. This is this has its own sort of uh, ability to propel itself, hits the ground, loses control for just a second, then you can see it stabilizes itself and takes off again. And uh, before finally coming down and meeting a very uh, scattered end. Yeah, and if there was somebody in that craft, 
yeah, they're probably uh, not going to make it. That's but, a bad, bad day for him. Yeah. Uh, or her. Or her, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. And then in this video, there's it's about six and a half, seven minutes long of a bunch of different footage and a bunch of quote-unquote experts talking about it. And it's, it's just funny. This, the, the naysayers are just, it's the same attitude. I think it might be the attitude of the naysayers that just makes it silly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, take a look at that. Super interesting. That one is interesting. And uh, Nick Pope, who's interviewed there, has been a really big proponent of UFO disclosure in uh, in the UK. Uh, he was, I believe he was in, I, I, don't quote me on this. I know he was a big part of the military in the UK as part of the intelligence uh, there. And he has come out and he's been a whistleblower trying to gain attention about this stuff. But uh, uh, maybe we'll do a thing on Nick Pope one day. Uh, he, he does come out and say a lot. So yeah, very interesting stuff. But uh, let's move right. on. Um, number Ooh. five, we have... This one's great. This one's awesome. And we wanted to try to uh, get a you know a variety of footage, not just lights in the sky, because there's tons of footage of like, oh, look at that light in the sky. Right. right. It could be, you know whatever it could be the moon or something but uh this next one is a cloaked ufo next to mercury yeah and some this, of you might have seen this one before it's it was released by nasa i think early la early or yeah late last year i believe um and what it is is a it's a shot of mercury and then some solar flares um coming off the sun and um uh tell us what's happening here so basically what you see is Mercury in the shot, and to the right is the sun. And the sun has a huge CME, which is a coronal mass e ejection. And as it hits Mercury, to the right of Mercury, uh, so in between the blast and Mercury, a little object appears, almost as if the flare, the mass ejection, uh, sort of revealed the object that was there and and you know it was cloaked before but then when this mass thing hit it it kind of you know exposed itself yeah i mean it's this we say little thing because it's a little thing on the on, on the, the screen but screen, yeah in reality but it's, it's quite large considering you have mercury right next to it and it's uh you know at least the, half the size of mercury yeah. which in itself is not very big and a uh, in a in in a comparison to other objects in the cosmos, but still a large craft, and it seems to be hiding. Yeah, behind Mercury. If you were to ask me what this thing is doing here, first of all, it seems to be cloaked because it's not there. It's kind of like a Klingon bird of prey sort of um, cloaking thing. Yeah, in my opinion, that seems to be what's happening, and it's on the sun side of Mercury. Right. So it's almost as if, I mean, it's hanging there. And it's kind of like it's hanging there, maybe hiding from Earth or doing something. That's just my speculation, but it's fun to think about. But yeah, and this massive uh, coronal mass ejection from the sun just comes blowing through the area. It's, it's actually it's quite intense to see the sort of um, power that the sun can just spray out at any moment. But, yeah. And then it's so, it's so interesting to watch how it's... It sort of, you, you can tell it just sort of messes with whatever is um, cloaking it. It's almost like like an EMP will sort of just like 
bug things out, you know. And that's the sort of same energy that'll be coming from this uh, coronal mass ejection. And it even sort of looks like a craft of some kind. Yeah, it's got kind of a cylindrical, uh, like a cigar-ish shape to it. And if you've ever seen, like, let's say you bury something in the sand, uh, like a tube or something in the sand, and you and you dump water on it, and the sand kind of, you know, reveals as the water moves the sand away, it reveals the object. It's kind of like that. It it doesn't just pop pop up. Right. Kind of it kind of gradually exposes itself, which is which is why you know if it is a craft that and that's losing its ability to cloak itself because of this ejection, uh, it, that's how it would operate in theory. Right. You know, it wouldn't just kind of pop into existence. It would actually have a washing over. And, uh, and a slow revealing kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And there's, you know, there's the naysayers on this too. Um, I'm trying to think here. There's a video. I don't know if we'll post it or not. Maybe we will. Of uh, some experts, quote unquote, talking about it um, <laughs> online. And it's just, uh, again, I don't know. Tell us about it, Connie. Uh, well, Basically, this guy comes out. This is the Canadian newsroom, I believe. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that, actually. Maybe not. No, maybe this is American. Oh, this is Fox News. I'm sorry. It's Fox News, and uh, you know, this guy comes out and says, oh, you know, NASA video captures what looks like an alien spaceship. And then this guy comes on, uh, this guy named Tom Jones, which is <laughs> already kind of suspicious. Uh, he, comes <laughs> out, he comes out, and he's... Uh, um, just pretty much says like, oh, it's just a, you know, um, uh, a, a visual phenomenon that happened in the processing of the footage, and you know, it's nothing supernatural or extraterrestrial or anything like that. And the way he kind of tries to prove this is he he shows a stereo image. This is the way he describes it of the emission, the sun emission coming from the other side of the planet. And, and then he says, Oh look, see now when you do that, the, uh, the glow comes from the other side of the planet. So it's inconsistent. Therefore it's, it can't be a spaceship, but yeah, I mean, that, that, there's it so many questions make any sense to me. Yeah. Dude. I mean, okay. First off, do you have a stereo? I mean, uh, is a, a satellite on the other side of the exact same place filming this or, you know, there's just way too many questions and way too speculative to just suggest, oh, look, look at this other footage. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, it's almost insulting the way that he comes <laughs> by and tries to explain this thing. Um, because, first of all, he doesn't give anything about what it could be. It's just some phenomenon of, the, of imaging and imaging, uh, you know, quirk or something. Right. And then he shows... <laughs> Again, I don't understand. I don't know if they had another satellite on the other side of Mercury, but I mean, it seems like this would be a very um, specific time to have two satellites, <laughs> millions and millions and millions and millions of miles away from each other, pointed at the same thing um, and catching the two different but oddly similar um, things. Because it, the, you know, I don't have the other footage right in front of me, but it's just hogwash. Um, take a look at it. I mean, who am I to say? But m make your own decisions. But it, it, no matter what, this is a very interesting piece of 
um, footage and sort of a little bit eerie because if indeed this was a uh, you know Klingon bird of prey cloaked behind Mercury, <laughs> why why is he hiding like <laughs> or? what else is hiding behind some other things so yeah and, and this again we mentioned the size of this thing this thing would be huge absolutely huge it would be like the death star it would have like a whole civilization of people or or you know whatever extraterrestrials or whatever that that are living on this thing and um you know you start kind of wondering about like okay all those people that have channeled like you know sananda the space commander and uh, all these, all these guys that talk about, oh, you know, we are the Galactic Federation of Light, and we are <laughs> currently, yeah. you know, outside of your solar system. We have some ships in the solar system, and we're keeping a watch on Earth, and and all this stuff. I mean, it kind of begs the question of like, okay, well, do they have something there, or is it still a mass deception that is true, but it's still a deception in the sense that, um, what was that? Oh. Was it a motorcycle or something? It was a motorcycle, sorry. Okay. Sounded like but something else from over here. But uh, <laughs> I'm being abducted. <laughs> Go ahead, no, sorry. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, th- th- that's a whole other conversation on itself, that right. whole deception with um, channeling extraterrestrials and things like that, and you know whether that's more of a metaphysical deception or what, um, which, I mean, I think we can agree on. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Anyways. Yeah, this we wanted to include this one because it's actually it's not just outer space of stuff floating around. It's actually fairly compelling in that it, uh, it, it actually looks at a planet. You see the size of this thing. There's different, uh, just a difference in perspective, I suppose, of uh, the the UFO phenomenon that is that we experience and we see, not just lights in the sky, but again, you know, different different footage to. To show the different flavors of UFO footage. Right. Um, All right. I guess we'll move on here. Yeah. Okay. This next one, I, <laughs> I have to read you this. This. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. All right. Just so everybody knows, we didn't choose these um, pieces of footage based on their YouTube title. So <laughs> when you hear the YouTube title of this one, don't think that this had any uh, weight in us choosing this one, but here it is. This one is amazing UFO footage, 100% real undeniable evidence. All right. So there you go. That's the facts. (laughs) That's actually what I typed into the search, and that's what (laughs) I was searching for amazing UFO footage, real undeniable evidence. (laughs) (laughs) We're... Very skilled researchers over here. <laughs> no, okay. So, anyways, this one's fun. This is a fun one. It uh, starts out. This is actually interesting in that it has some. It sort of gets more intense as it goes along. Yeah, this one's really. Starts weird. out. This is this is in Russia, March seventh. It shows here a, a dot of light falling from the sky, and then suddenly this dot. Uh, starts having a red trail come from it. Right. And then that evolves into sort of this big white trail. Right. Um, and then this it just gets more intense. The, and then there's a triangle of lights that sort of are surrounding the front of this um, sort of humongous glowing white, uh, I don't know, stream of emissions or 
just a tail or a con sort of like a comet's tail. And then it comes all the way down after getting so intense and it sort of blooms out like a flower. Yeah. And the tail sort of dissipates into this giant uh, plume of, I don't know, it almost looks like some sort of nebulous gas or something. Yeah. But then right in the middle, you still have the dot of light. But the streams of gas that are coming off of it gives it a very, like, morning star, um, almost like an angelic feeling of how this works. Yeah. I'm not saying it's an angel, but it's a very, very interesting uh, looking occurrence at the very end of this. Um, and then it sort of zooms out and it shows um, the trail above it is kind of dissipating into this. Uh, cloud-like uh, substance, but what do you think about this? This one? this one's really interesting because I think, first off, again, you went through all the stages, uh, you know, of, of it going. I don't know. It kind of just like transforms a few times, and it gets lighter, and then it goes into a small ball, and then it goes again into a big ball, and with a huge trail. And but what I find interesting is again at the end, it that pluming out. And and uh, if you kind of seems to be sort of hovering there after yeah pulls. yeah and and the the first thing I thought of when I saw this, strangely enough, whether there's any credence to this or not, was a serpent, because mm -hmm. what it looks like, or at least you know what it appears to look like, is the head of a snake with the body trailing behind it as, as the kind of uh, smoke plume that it left behind. And because of the the nature of the the front end here of uh, this dot and the way it I don't know how to really describe it, it the way it kind of like uh, curls out from that spot makes it appear to look like a serpent like face if you can right and and the even like I was saying before using the language of pluming out at the end I mean you could totally see how an ancient culture would see this thing yeah and see it as a feathered snake feathered snake like, or or a dragon or right. something like that it's that sort of thing and the way that it comes down and it sort of plumes out and just hangs out there leaving this sort of um just magnificent uh trail or snake tail or dragon body or whatever um, would definitely cause quite a stir in the stir in the ancient world now, one thing I want to point it out in the beginning um, is that it starts out sort of with the average sort of um, red flaming tail that yeah. you would expect from like a meteorite or right. something coming into the atmosphere. But then you see it sort of peters out. It sort of something happens. It goes through some sort of stage while falling through and the tail disappears and it sort of blinks and it sort of... Um, you can see it almost kind of changes uh, shape or something. There's some other boosters that sort of shoot out from the side or something like that. Then it's just simply that one little dot again. Yeah. Then that one dot starts giving that long red trail, which turns into the long white trail. Right. Which then turns into the humongous white trail. Right. <laughs> and then it just... Oh, not, that was another amazing part was after... It sort of has this this big white um, almost looks like smoke. 
Right. I think it is. It looks like it's some sort of smoke. But uh, after this big white uh, trail is coming out of it, you see on th- on different sides of it, there the, the is lights a, flashing. a triangle of light yeah. um, a- around the head of this thing. Now, the triangles of light is a huge motif with uh, UFOs. Thousands of videos um, show these this sort of you know, three lights in the shape of a triangle, you know, usually gliding through the sky or something like that. Well, now we have one seems to be entering into, oh, and there's been talk about these triangles of light sort of being a, uh, you know, a cloaking device or something for whatever's in the middle. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it's, hugely interesting that once this thing starts to slow down or try to slow down that this triangle of lights um, appear right before it starts to plume out into this just magnificent uh, phenomenon that just is just so compelling yeah, it almost looks like a like a bulb of a flower or something like yeah that. yeah and and if our I guess theory is correct in that a lot of the supposing that these things are real are entities or craft of entities who reside in a different dimension essentially a spiritual world manifesting right. into the physical world uh, then those you know the, the overlap there what would it look like if something that is essentially invisible or from the spiritual world were to manifest or materialize into our realm um, you know, I mean, it would look CGI. It would look fake. Oh, right. uh, but but obviously, this footage it can't be faked. I don't think there's any way that this could be. I mean, well, it, I would think that anything could be faked. I saw Transformers. Uh, <laughs> I saw, you know, Avatar. Some crazy things can be faked. That's but true. That's you true. just look at this, and it's. I mean, I mean, you, you got to decide for yourself. But it's almost like you know, if you're gonna fake something make it a little bit cooler or something i don't know yeah that's true and and the fact that there's also pictures of it and a lot of eyewitnesses on this thing and there's there's a lot more than just like oh this really interesting footage you know there's there's people that have seen it and right and one more thing that i was forgot to mention before with the whole pluming at the bottom when you watch it happen um it almost looks as if uh it sort of maybe has some thrusters or something, you know, if it is indeed a craft of some kind, that sort of start aiming themselves outward and downward that sort of produce this uh, this pluming, bulbing effect right? Um, that, that we're talking about here. But anyways, make anyway, sure to check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, very interesting and compelling. Amazing UFO footage, 100% real undeniable evidence. <laughs> Which is exactly what I thought. When I saw this. <laughs> but at number three here, we have a UFO in Korea. Yeah, this one's really. This is a, kind of a new thing, new footage, and uh, it was posted on April 9th of this year. And so, there's, I've never actually heard a whole. I don't think I've heard anybody talk about this footage. Uh, could very well be faked, um, but basically a guy was filming outside of his window on an airplane, as uh, as people do, and during uh, his filming of it, he caught something c- 
come into view, a little white disc-shaped object, come in and then make a 90-degree turn and just zoom off. And, uh, you know, it could, again, it could be faked, of course. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it, to me, it looks fairly real. I mean, and it's... That, and it's qu- I'm sorry, keep going. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's, it's, it's really quick, and um, it just doesn't seem like it would be something that... I don't know. It, yeah. it, it just doesn't well, look fake to me. But Right. Well, the thing that I love about this piece of footage is that it's not a piece of light. It's not thousands of miles in the sky. It's not out in space shot by a satellite. It's, it's just a dude on a plane. And what you see is just very much exactly what it looks like. I mean, you see this disc thing and it's not really obscured. You don't really have to like... I don't know, do a whole lot of um, staring at it to just get a good idea about what it is. And it just comes right in and shoots. Well, no. No, it's, like, it's there it. from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it, it, in, my, in my estimation, what happened was he saw this thing and he's like, whoa, what the heck is that? Right. Pulled out his camera and started filming it. Right. It's hard to see at first because it sort of blends in with the buildings at the bottom. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, this one's pretty straightforward for me. I mean, if this was going to be faked, it looks like the sort of thing where it would be done with like a model, you know, where you make like a little model of a thing and then you sort of have a string on it and yeah. fly it around wherever it is, you know. It kind of looks like a small white top hat or something when you <laughs> zoom in really like close. A, like a bowler or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and just the way it moves is very consistent with... um you know, the way we understand these things to move right now. And, you know, they, in this actual video clip, they slow down the footage and they kind of zoom in. And that's where I think it just can't be faked because it, you would see resemblance of tampering. If it's CGI, you would see kind of the pixelation change around it and stuff like that. And you just don't get any of it. You, you, it just blends in really nicely. It's consistent with uh, the reflection of where the sun allegedly is. And uh, I just think we're going to start seeing more stuff like this as our cameras get more sophisticated and you well, know, yeah, HD that's the great, and everything else. That's the great thing is this footage is only going to start getting better. Yeah. Um, as the, the quality of cameras to the general public gets better. But um, yeah, I mean, there's really is not a lot to uh, discuss about. No, there this really one. isn't. You it's just got to check it out and watch pretty it. Straightforward and- UFO footage. Um, really nice. I mean, nice. I, I like it for this, for just the fact that it just, you look at it and it is what it is. There's no real interpretation of, you know, uh, photographic anomalies or anything like that involved. So yeah, it's, if it is CGI, then they did a great job because it's right. Yeah. And and I, I I find it interesting that it's, it's a, it's footage that really doesn't have any buzz. You know, right. and that's that's another thing that's kind of compelling about it is is like usually when there's video footage that's captured of UFO like way more obscure than one like this, you know, people go nuts over it and they're like, oh my gosh, look at this footage. This is undeniable proof, one hundred percent. But but this one isn't that. I mean, there's like what a thousand hits or something, and it's been out for almost two months. Yeah. I mean, this guy could simply just been like, you know, it just shows that it's like you can put something out there and and not have it be this amazing footage or whatnot, but still be compelling enough. 
Um, and why would this guy do anything else? You know, why would he, I mean, it would seem to me that he just posted it because he's like, Hey, I caught this weird thing and I just wanted to put it on the internet. Something um, like that. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of amazing things, amazing <laughs> footage, our next one is a pretty old piece of footage. Actually, yep. this is, this is from, uh, the fifties, 1952, it'll be right. 60 years ago. And again, this might be one that somebody's seen this. I actually, surprisingly, did not find this one until f- further into my UFO r- researching career here. But um, this is a video of some very strange-looking lights, once again in the sort of uh, triangle shape motif, uh, flying over the Capitol building um, in Washington, D.C. In the middle of the night... Um, and, you know, supposedly this is, you know, 60-year-old footage now. Yeah, and you can't fake this. I keep saying that with, like, all these footages. But <laughs> why would <laughs> – But it would be really hard to fake this in 1952 is what I was trying to say. Right. Um, right. It's just one of those things where it's too eerie to be – I mean, I'm watching it right now, and it's – it's it's uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten like eleven or twelve balls of light and again they're kind of in that triangular formation they fly behind the uh behind the uh, dome uh, in Washington D.C. and uh, I mean again there's not a whole lot you can say about it except for the fact that it's very strange. Yeah, well, something I find really interesting about it is. Um <laughs> well, first of all, it's it's very reminiscent of uh, Independence Day. Oh yeah, with Will Smith there, it's really it's actually kind of entertaining in that way. But one thing I did want to point out and actually talk about a little bit earlier that I didn't get to was is the triangle. Well, I talked about it a little bit, but the triangle formation of um, of that's just so common with these UFO sightings, and I find it very interesting, and I don't think it's a coincidence that, uh, you know, the connection between the triangle formation of these UFOs, the, the obsession with pyramids and triangles of the New World Order, and, the, and uh, all the, uh, you know, the secret societies and things like that, and the esoteric um, followers and things like that. And, and I find that really, really interesting, um, especially because of the secret society's sort of infatuation with um, maybe not even necessarily extraterrestrials, but just the, the bringers of light from the sky, you know, things like that, where uh, uh, the, the connection is just a little bit eerie. And then when you see the, the, <laughs> the triangles floating over the Capitol building here, um, it, it just gives you that much more of an eerie feeling about... Uh, something going on that we just uh, don't know as much as we'd like to about. And this footage also in 1952 comes at a time right after World War II. uh, And, you know, all the scientists in the Nazi camp were recruited into America to uh, establish or continue some of the um, technological developments that they were having. Uh, it's It's not even a secret that, you know, Hitler was trying to create some kind of UFO shaped disc craft. Yeah. You know, they were trying to, to tap into that technology. 
So in light of all that stuff, it's not a real surprise if you think that, if you believe that there is, uh, the government does have technology that is far beyond airplanes and jets and things like that. Uh, I would not be the least bit surprised. So, Right. Well, and one thing that I find uh, fun about this piece of footage is the pulsating pattern of the lights. Well, first of all, the lights are moving in this precise... Um, I mean, they're all moving exactly at the same time. They're just staying right in, um, in formation. They, they don't move at all. But, I mean, you can tell that they're they're individual pieces of something. Right. Um, so that, and that's always been a very interesting thing about these sort of UFO sightings is the formation that they're in. And they're all just very connected in that they'll, they'll move all together. Yeah. Now, like a, an invisible tether keeping right, them in right, equal distance exactly. apart. Well, and what I find interesting about this and especially paired with the pulsating nature of these lights is, is very reminiscent of, um, you know, the, the Teslonian sort of um, harnessing the energy of the ether. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll do a show about this sometime. Oh, absolutely. Where just the, the energy, the electricity that just exists around you, not even the necessarily the, uh, the, the Thomas Edison version of the electricity, and that was a whole battle we'll talk about some other time. But Tesla had just... Uh, discovered that there's just energy all around us. There's you could just grab it right out of the air, and it can be used for for so many different things. That that when you harness this energy that's just all around you, um, it causes some very strange things to happen. Things like anti gravity and right and uh, just things like that. And um, so it's predicated on uh, vortex. Uh, what's it called? I'm not. I'm not. I don't have this stuff in front of me, but it basically it's kind of a spin of, uh, in this very same way that when you see spin in the water um, or a tornado or something, it creates a vortex uh, of energy. Right. Um, it, the the theory behind it is that with Tesla is that you know you can tap into this uh, energy source with magnets with a spin cycle and yeah. create uh, anomalies in the gravitational right. Force. It's sort of it's it's very interesting. Check it out. We'll, yeah. sure. we'll get in, we'll get into that in, in a whole. But anyways, episode. that's that's what's expected that these UFOs use for some sort of propulsion. They don't use right. a, a jet fuel or something. They don't they don't use a fuel because there's no emissions left from these things. Right. But it's it it's it's suspected that they use this sort of technology that sort of harnesses the energy around them, and just lets them just move wherever they really want to move. You know, they don't have to keep. Uh, any momentum to catch airflow or anything because they don't rely on that. They just rely on this sort of anti-gravity that exists around um, harnessing this energy. And so uh, with that being said, um, the way that these things move and the way that these these things seem to be sort of tethered together and the way that they pulsate um, really echo that sort of technology. You know? Um, Yeah. And this being, you know, 60 years ago, that was sort of at the time where the really, really um, heavy research was being put on this sort of thing because there's that sort of, uh, what is the word, infatuation 
with with figuring out what was happening with these UFOs. Right. Uh, so it sounds like I mean, UFOs coming to get you right now in the background. Yeah, they're they're just <laughs> always buzzing around. <laughs> well, let's let's go to the last one here. This is uh, we labeled this number one, and ironically enough, it is not a UFO footage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but it is uh, footage that is most likely fake. But yeah. we wanted there, to actually talk about that because uh, we we feel that it is important to even discuss the fake footage. Yeah. Uh, so this is of Skinny Bob, which is uh, an alleged alien gray uh, that was captured. Um, what is it during Roswell? What, what is yeah. this from? Yeah, this is from Roswell, and there's um. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Skinny Bob throughout the years and, and aliens like him where um, he was held in Roswell and sort of helped us with certain things like the nuclear bomb and, and uh, you know, lasers and things like this um, that us normal people don't really have the, the uh, education to sort of comprehend. The mental so. capacity, because obviously Skinny Bob's got a head that's the size that is three times the size of ours. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure how he got that turtleneck on, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it's very interesting. Check it out here. It's, it's, whoever did it did a very good job. It's, it's sort of in this black and white, sort of crummy-looking... Um, I'm sorry, I'm still laughing about the, the turtleneck. <laughs> sorry that's just really funny okay go on sorry it's not good um so yeah i mean that's basically it and it's very compelling i mean when i saw this i first just wanted to believe it so badly um but it's just it's uh demonstrably demonstrably obvious that uh it's not just because the movement that you get with an eight millimeter footage is sort of this uh jerky sort of um uh, a lot of times sped up a little bit just because of the um, just just how the it works usually with that sort of film um, because it's not digital and things like that and you have to get this the speed just exactly right on the camera and you have to match it to the projector and things like that um, but and you watch this alien sort of move about and it's just a, way too fluid just much too fluid to be on a eight millimeter film. Um, and sort of the way it blinks and sort of the way it moves its arms and things um, are very well done for whoever was doing the animation but um, just isn't quite there it's almost like they could have taken a little bit more and who knows I might be one of these naysayers right now and this could be real and look at me I'm one of the naysayers that I I talk about all the time so um, yeah, but I think it's pretty widely accepted that the Skinny Bob footage is not real. And you can look around, and there's actually a lot of other Skinny Bob footage or, or footage of other aliens. Um, some are really funny. Some are just, uh, you know, guys uh, just plastered in latex because they were shot back in the 50s, and that's just what they had to work with. Right, and right. Things like that. But um, Yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's kind of like the uh uh 1952 what was it, what was it 50s uh the war of the worlds broadcast you right. know where where uh people thought that it was an actual real uh ufo or alien 
Um, Back when people actually trusted what they heard on the media. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing that I thought was <laughs> was interesting and actually caught my attention with this video um, during the the few minutes where I thought it might be real was uh, the depiction of Skinny Bob's face. Um, it's a little bit more human than we're used to seeing. Um, the shape of the eyes, the the uh, the nose, the Kind of the, the cheek area. The cheek area and the lips and the chin, almost like the bottom half of his whole head, is a little bit more human than we're used to right. expecting. And this, to me, made me think like, oh, look, this is like, could be the actual version of what we have have sort of alienized and made look really, really funky. It may have originally looked a little bit more human than, than we expected. But... And it just sort of, you know, makes you uh, think about it in a little bit more real terms. Um, but that doesn't take away from the um, uh, the sad, sad truth that this <laughs> most likely is not real footage of uh, an extraterrestrial, whether it be um, the traditional alien that we like to think or a, more of a metaphysical being. Yeah, and uh, way way to go for us to end it on a downer fake. Uh, <laughs> I know. Seriously. So all that time we were building up to number one, and number one is a complete fake video. Uh, hey, they were in no specific order except for maybe this one. But I think we need to talk about a little bit, just because we spent so much time on aliens and UFOs, um, just talk a little bit about, you know, what we think aliens could be, what um, the possibilities are. You Absolutely. Know, there's, there's talk about... Are they extraterrestrials? Are they interdimensional? Or are they sort of uh, more of a metaphysical being? Yeah, there's there's uh, there's so much that could be said in that topic. Um, J. Allen Hynek uh, believes that uh, that these things there's a huge cover up. Um, there's a quote by him that says, "If the government has been covering up Watergate, then their handling of UFOs is a cosmic Watergate." Uh, you know, he just totally believes that there is something that is being completely covered up by the government. Uh, there is an increased exception uh, or acceptance by the public of uh, the possibility of there being life on other planets or other, you know, mostly other pl planets. This is how it's advertised in the mainstream. Uh, but, you know, in the 1970s even, more than 57% of people believe that they're extraterrestrials and I have a I have a poll in the video age of deceit that shows over I think it was like 84% of people between the age of 18 and 24 uh, believe that we're not alone and so it's a very common belief now that people that you know the, the common argument I hear is we're so arrogant to think that we are the only beings out there when the universe is has billions of galaxies and and you know trillions of solar systems and how could we ever say that there's not life on other planets and i think it's very important for us to uh uh talk about uh, a couple different things one the fact that um as as a christian to say that oh all these are demonic uh does not negate the possibility of life on other planets um in fact the the premise or the the assertion that these things are coming from a different dimension and that they are 
spiritual in nature and that they probably don't have our best interest in mind. Those are all conclusions that have been arrived from the investigation of what happens here on earth as far as the visual, you know, uh, testimonies and videos of UFOs, but also the alien abduction phenomenon of people experiencing these things. Uh, because what people tend to do is to put two and two that don't fit together. You know, they'll say, "Oh, these people had an alien abduction experience," and they said that uh, the aliens were from, uh, you know, another uh, galaxy. Therefore, it must be a phenomenon that's happening from another galaxy, and that's not necessarily the case. So, again, you have to understand that the the evidence that we see does not necessarily point directly to, uh, you know, there being actual extraterrestrials or well, not. because if there was going to be a sort of a great deception, um, uh, them being from another planet would be the perfect cover-up for being more of a being of spiritual nature, sort of you know, a demon or something of that, of, in that realm. Yeah, and, um, and we'll definitely dig into this with L.A. Marzulli, which is our guest uh, coming up here. But it's interesting how a lot of the aliens in the last century have moved further and further away of like where they're where they're from, uh, because in the in the beginning, as people started getting these channelings or these experiences, these aliens were from Mars. Then right. you know they found Mars and they're like, oh, there's nothing there, and they're like, oh, I mean, we're from uh, we're from Uranus. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing on Uranus either. Well, oh, actually, we're from the Pleiades star system. Right. You know, so you just keep moving far, further and further away. Right, and if nothing else, it's just very suspicious. Yeah, there's there's just no consistency, uh, even within the people that claim to have gotten messages of the various aspects of, uh, you know, usually they talk about God or they talk about Jesus or they talk, which is another interesting point is like, if they're coming from billions of light years away, why is the first thing they talk about Jesus? That's, right. that's seriously a big thing that I saw that was like, really, that is really interesting. Right. Uh, and if you look at them in the, the new age sort of realm, these aliens are always sort of the saviors or, uh, excuse me, or the, um, the great bringers of knowledge and things like this. And I mean, I've actually seen illustrations of like an alien with like a halo and sort of like depicted like Jesus or something right. like that. Like they are the real uh, messiahs coming down to help out the human race. Right. And which is just another part of the great deception um, that has been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. And you know, there's different kinds of encounters. There's obviously the first kind, which is basically sightings or, you know, seeing unidentified objects. Then um, the close encounters of the second kind, uh, which is not just seeing the UFO close quarters, but actually like getting physical records of it, you know, leaving uh, scorched grass or, you know, interference with electrical circuits or, uh, you know, different physical effects on people. People have talked about getting headaches and things like that. Um, and then the third kind, which is, you know, it starts getting pretty bizarre is, um, you know, actually seeing the, 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 the humanoid being beings. Itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually, uh, either deliberately or not having contact with, uh, those entities. And, and so, and, and with, again, with all of them, there is a strange connection with the historical records of 
demon attacks, demon possession. Right. Uh, with these this extra- sort of fear and paralysis that comes right. from encounters with the de- demonic is oddly similar to the accounts given by uh, people who have come in contact with extraterrestrials. Right. So, you know, the, a lot of this video and all the footage and wanting to believe, it's not a matter of wanting to believe whether aliens are real or not. And I certainly was, you know, I think when I first started, I think a lot of people, when they start looking into this, it's because they want so badly for um, answers as far as there being aliens out there, because that means that we're not alone. That means that, you know, there's all sorts of implications of, you know, uh, we're not the smartest. Uh, there, There's hope. Um, yeah. Well, I think that more than anything, I think it gives people hope. Yeah. Um, if there's knowledge of something being out there who's smarter than us and has done a better job than us, uh, at, you know, at getting things together and protecting the planet and things like this, um, I think it gives a lot of people hope. And I think that's the biggest um, part of the whole thing that is, if it is, you know, some sort of great deception, that it's doing a very good job. It's putting people's faith in, um, these extraterrestrials and putting people's a- actions, people make physical like life choices based on um, the thought that there are uh, smarter beings out there who want to help us, who are trying to help us, but we aren't necessarily letting them in to help us or something like that. Yeah. And, and the, the thing that really was, part of my journey of getting to where I am today with all this stuff is that it pointed me, it really gave me a choice. It gave me a choice to put faith in these alleged entities that may or may not exist or in a potentially even a higher entity uh, of God, um, of the creator of everything, all of this. And there's really, uh, you know, the, the biblical narrative and the whole Christian perspective of prophecy and all this stuff, it really does talk about um, spiritual deception and spiritual beings engaging with the human race in some form or another. And it's happened in the past uh, and it's allegedly going to happen to some aspect or some way in the future. And um, so a lot of the things that were not, necessarily talked about in in your Sunday school or your churches, those parts of the Bible started to make sense to me. And uh, it really showed me that not only is this phenomenon most likely part of the Great Deception, uh, but it is also something that is going to really change the paradigm of people when it does come out into the open. And I mean, think about what's the one thing that could really create a one world government in a sense that people want a one world government it's or one world religion that ties into the one world government, an ET disclosure would, oh, yeah. would shatter the, in the minds of many people on the, on this planet, it would shatter the paradigm of religious barriers of, uh, you know, different agnosticism about all sorts of topics. It would just shatter it, especially if they're supposedly more intelligent beings than us. And right. they have kept monitor on us and they've, you know, they'll tell us that they created us or whatever the case may be, whatever 
you know. Well, that's the thing. An extraterrestrial or, or whatever, an alien could come down, could tell us anything, and we would believe him. Exactly. If you put one on the nightly news and he comes out and he says, you know, we created you, we've been watching you, we're here to help. Um, so everybody listen up, we got some things to change. The whole world would be ready to just do whatever they, whatever, whatever was requested of them by this being. And so, um, I mean, there's nothing f- to lead me to believe that that's what is going to happen or, or what, but it's very possible. And I think it, it might be valuable to them the fact that it is so unexpected even for those of us who should be or would expect something like that you know if they if even if one came down and started talking and came out on the nightly news and was shaking hands with obama i would be blown away and it would be tempting for me to listen to what it had to say you know what i mean and biblically what it talks about is that there's going to be a deception that's so strong that it may even uh, deceive the elect. The people that are supposed to know that it's a deception, it may even deceive them. Right. That's a really, really strong deception. And, uh, you know, there's, I've always wanted to see a UFO and I've seen things that are very strange in the sky. Uh, they may or may not have been UFOs. I don't know. UFOs in the sense that, you know, they're crafts or something. They were uh, unidentified. They were they unidentified. Were yeah. They were objects. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. So maybe I did see a UFO, but you know, I don't know if it was a, well, anyway, right, right. I've seen things and I was mesmerized by them and I wanted to see more. And that's just human nature. We just tend to gravitate towards things we don't understand and we want to know more about them. And so when that, that faucet of knowledge is released all of a sudden into the mainstream uh, populace, it's, it's going to do some big things. And, you know, it's going to be tough. I, I, I hear you when you say that, you know, uh, even you'd be curious. I mean, I would be curious too. I'd be like, wow, that, this is, <laughs> this is something else, you know, the, the UFO landing on, on, you know, the white house lawn or what, whatever the case may be. Um, and, and we'll, again, we'll get into this a lot more with LA. He's done a lot more research, extensive research on this topic, uh, for a lot longer than, than, you know, even we've been around probably, but, uh, you know, I, I would close with the fact that, you know, if you are someone who is still, hung up on what these beings might be and uh and and you're unwilling to take a consideration of uh the christian perspective uh, or the biblical perspective i guess you can say the the christian perspective isn't necessarily uh coherent on on many topics but at least a biblical perspective on this topic you will come to find that it ties up a lot of loose ends. Right. Um, it just makes so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, the spiritual entities that these beings allegedly are, they're the same entities that are that are providing the information, the instruction for the New World Order, for the One World Government, for all the, the conspiracies that we see with the stuff in the food and the water and all these things that are happening. It starts from somewhere. And it starts from the spiritual world and we can obviously this is a whole nother topic that we can get into but it's it's the world is run by the fallen cherub and his uh the people that are the the beings that do his bidding and those are what i've labeled the fallen angels and a lot of people have labeled them the fallen angels and they're the ones in charge and 
the the common misconception is that these fallen angels are simply these ethereal kind of you know hooky hokey pokey you know spiritual things but i would say that they are very technologically advanced they understand uh the nature of our material world very well and so when things like 1948 and roswell happen or 47 uh it's it's no surprise to think that they are giving information about advanced knowledge and advanced technology to our leaders of the world uh, in order to deceive not just our leaders, because they're deceived too. You know, we often demonize the New World Order, order and the leaders of the Illuminati and things like that, but in reality, they're the most deceived people, you know, because we're all in the same boat. We're all brothers and sisters, but they're the ones that are being really deceived to try to... Um, do the bidding of right the fallen cherub. So anyway, right. So yeah, make sure to tune in next week for uh, our time with La Marzuli, and uh, we'll definitely get a lot deeper into this um, with ETs and UFOs and really um, their metaphysical possibilities. And uh, it's just promises to be just um, very fascinating conversation with him. And it's I, I would I think it's interesting because the the topic of UFOs and aliens and stuff it's been talked about a lot, it's been talked about, you know, a lot with like coast to coast and, you know, all sorts of different shows and radio stations and videos and things like that. Um, but oddly enough, there's really not a whole lot of people in the uh, Christian community that even acknowledge. <laughs> the possibility or the the phenomenon in general um and that's why i think la is going to be a cool guest because he's one of those guys that he's out there i mean he's he's talking about it he's got his perspective uh he gets ridiculed all the time and you know called a fear monger and stuff like that which is nothing new uh but yeah definitely check that out it's gonna be cool guaranteed to be an awesome show next week so make sure to tune in but uh thanks again for tuning in today Uh, if you make sure to check us out on twitter at canary cry radio Uh, Check us out on Facebook. Go ahead and search Canary Cry Radio. Make sure to stop by the website. If you're not already there watching the videos now, do that. Leave a comment. Say hi. Make sure to send us an email at canarycryradio at gmail.com or hit the contact tab on the website there. Um, We love hearing from you guys. We love getting into conversations, um, ask questions, things like that. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and real quick before we wrap it up here, we uh, right. we did throw a little donation button on the website. And uh, do you want to just jive on that for a second? I mean, oh, we're not yeah, going to spend sure. too much time on it, but just, just to inform you guys. Yeah, right. Well, yep, there are operating costs to the website, and, you know, that's no big deal. We have, we are well – we are well um, – shoot. Okay, edit this. Okay. Um, <laughs> willing. Uh, yeah, willing. That's the thing. We are – we are definitely willing to uh, be uh, supporting this site and it's something we love and it's uh, something we are going to keep doing no matter what but if by any chance any of you feel led um, if the Lord is telling you to to help us out at all the donation button is there uh, for expenses and things like that and maybe get a microphone for me so we don't have to listen to the airplanes flying by Basil needs a microphone really bad man. I really (laughs) want to get him one but uh you know so so don't freak out when you see it don't freak out we're mentioning it i know a lot of people are going to be shouting sell out but they that's not sold really out different. 
if we start uh, putting ad space for you know Target and Swiffer Wet Jets, then you you have I give you my full permission to start uh, criticizing us for that. But no, so no worries. If the Lord uh, is working on your heart right now, um, that's there. It is a gift, and um, it's not tax deductible, unfortunately. But um, we're not we're not anything official yet. So. That's right. We're not an official. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're not what an official organization or nonprofit or anything. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's right. there. Feel led. So, thanks again, guys, for listening, and be sure definitely to check in next week for La Marzuli, CanaryCryRadio.com. Later. <laughs>